0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of Enneagram Restorative Podcast. For my faithful listeners, I thank you once again for listening. For our new listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Today, we're going to take a brief look at the four groups of the Enneagram, which include the Center of Intelligence, the Harmonic Group, the Harmony Group, and the Harnivian Group. Um, So let's just get right to it. So I don't know if he are and very aware of this but there are a total of four different groups of the enneagram so the enneagram is broken down into four different groups and each of these four groups show a different aspect of each of the types all right so and then within those groups also we keep this triad this triad component to where there's three numbers per um, subgroup, uh, not just triads within the Enneagram, groups of three just seems to be, uh, I, I don't know, but that's just something about the Enneagram. But So within the four groups, we have the harmonic groups. Uh, this is different from the harmony groups. And what the harmonic groups do, they, they they show us how each type copes with conflict and difficulties and how each type deals, defends against disappointment. Now, on the flip side, kind of, the harmony groups, like I said, harmonic groups are different from harmony groups. Harmony groups show us how each type relates to the world, To the uh, relates to the world. <laughs> a little tongue tag there. Um, and so, it's a, uh, I, I don't know if it's, it's not a big stark difference in between the harmonic and the harmony groups but there is a difference and that difference is one is how you relate to the world and the other is how you cope and with conflicts how you defend against disappointments and so it's really the if you want to think of like of this matter yeah, harm, the harmony groups are the overarching umbrella and then the Harmonic groups are just a sector within, you know, this. So we all relate to the world in this manner. but how do we all cope and deal? Um, if you want to think of that matter, that, that could be some clarification there, too. But then we have the Hornividian groups. Um, and I, I have to admit, I have been, I, I didn't realize this, but I, I've been researching the different groups for a while now and it never occurred to me until i was doing some final research for this episode it's like oh wait a minute horn of groups sound a lot like the stances and so light bulb moment i came on and i realized oh wait they are the stances and so if you know you, you probably know the stances because it's probably the second most talked about group of the enneagram besides the center of intelligence groups, and so what the so the technical term for that is the hornavian h o r n e v i a n hornavian groups. And what the stances um, show show us is how each type interacts with other people in order to meet their own needs. And then, like I said, also. Finally, we have, you know, the centers of intelligence, which, which shows how each type habitually processes and responds to life. And the center of intelligence is, is the most common group that you'll hear the Enneagram talked about. Um, is So, we'll, and we'll start from there. Um, and kind of breaking down these groups a little bit. The centers of intelligence is so if if, if you are brand new, somewhat new, uh, fan favorite, longtime enthusiast of the Enneagram, you know that these groups, the center of intelligence groups is the most common group um, that is referred to within the Enneagram world and to is especially to anybody who is new to the Enneagram because this group consists of the gut or the body triad. The, the heart triad, the head triad. Um, and so this is where we get our most common grouping of the types, and most referred to. Uh, and this is where we say, all right, you're within the body triad, or you're within the head triad, or you're within the heart triad. And so uh, it's the most common group that you'll hear of, um, and probably the second most common group you'll hear of is of the four groups would be the stances group, the Horn and Bean group. And so, but I I don't wanna go into depth here with the center of intelligence groups because um, season one was the foundation of the Enneagram. And so in, in, gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Consequently, uh, we had to go deeply into um, the groups. The gut triad, the heart triad, the head triad, we have to go into those groups because, like I said, it's like the foundational grouping of the Enneagram. And so point A is that. So if you want to really get an understanding about each of the groups of the centers of intelligence, the gut, the body, gut art/slash body triad or the heart triad or the head triad, if you want to get a better sense of that, I highly encourage you to. um, go back to season one and listen through it because that's where we go step by step um triad by triad um on the uh, centers of intelligence because like i said it's that foundational um grouping so that's it kind of built right there and so to get a better understanding of the centers of intelligence grouping i encourage you to listen to season one um But I do in this episode, I will tell you in case you don't know what types compose each triad. Um, So, in case you don't know, the gut triad, aka the body triad, is composed of types eight, nine, and one. Um, The heart triad is composed of types two, three, and four. And the head triad is types five, six, and sevens, all right, so I'm just going to leave it there on the center of intelligence groups, but like I said, go back to season one of this podcast to um, get a better understanding of, that, of these groups, because I really go in, in depth in season one, because like I said, it's the fundamental, it's the foundational grouping of the Enneagram, so if you want to know more, I encourage you to um, check out season one i am so grateful for everyone's support without you guys this podcast would not be possible but if you're not already subscribed to enneagram restored podcast don't forget to follow and subscribe enneagram restored podcast to be notified of each new episode that is released so let's talk about the harmonic groups but like like i said the harmonic gosh i am so tongue-tied right now the harmonic group is different than the harmony groups um and the harmonic groups consist of the positive outlook group the competency competency group and the reactive group so like i said before what what the harmonic groups do is that they show how each type handles with handles difficulties handles conflicts um, disappointments and so let's let's just take a quick moment to break down each of these three groupings and see what types are in each group and kind of a little bit more information about it like I said not gonna go too deep in this episode because season three um, will be fairly more will be a more in-depth look into the subtypes Uh, so if you want to know more about subtypes, you gotta come back in season three, um, which you can find out more information about season three in the next week's episode. So, but for right now, let's look at the harmonic groups and let's start off with the positive outlook grouping of the harmonic groups. And so within the positive outlook group, within the harmonic groups are types two, seven, and nine. And each of these types have a different way of putting a positive spin to things when they are faced with conflict and are disappointed. And so to put an emphasis on, on, on their own positive self image, how how am I positive in the moment? All right, how am, you know, smiling? Life is good within me. I'm a good person, so I'm gonna give to you because you should see me as good type of thing. Um, but the thing about twos is that they, they neglect their own needs and just, and my notes are all messed up here. So I'm trying to discern myself here. <laughs> Don't you just hate that when you type something up for notes and then like somehow it gets messed up. And so you have to like try to figure out what you want to say. Just me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, And I caught myself checking all these notes, but I guess I didn't. Um, Okay. So twos put an emphasis on their own positive self-image, and they neglect their own needs by overemphasizing the needs of others. Uh, Sevens put an emphasis on positive experiences and environment um that sevens are the squirrels of excitement You well know, I, I, every time okay let me just say this right here over the hedge is one of the best movies of all time and and if you disagree with me well take that up with jesus because it, it's one of the best movies um but if you Also, if you say that Over the Hedge is not a good animated film, well, then I will see you in hell because, you know, if you disagree, I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. I just follow them, okay? (laughs) Okay? One of the best films. But the only thing I can think of when I think of a Seven, and this this idea, this notion of them just being cued to the next best experience, the next best feeling it is um i forget the character's name uh, it is the um gosh I can't remember what animal it was anymore i think it was a squirrel but when he but when he has i think it was either he he drinks either drinks an energy drink coffee or a soda something like that All right it's something that gives him energy and he's like "boom, boom, 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 boom bouncing everywhere canceled out I just can't help but imagine that and I wish I wish this was a video podcast right now so I could show you that clip but uh, that that's the image that's the mental image I get whenever I think of a type 7 it's just that character just bouncing bouncing around everywhere because he's so energetic because of the, the soda he is drunk and, And so, but again, like I said, Over the Hedge, one of the best animated films ever. If you disagree with me, well, I'm sorry, but you can't get to heaven. I don't make the rules. I'm kidding. I am not the decider of who gets into heaven. All right. (laughs) Relax, relax. It's just a joke. Um, But anyway, so Sevens put an emphasis on Potta's. I don't know what just happened. So they put an emphasis on positive experiences and, and environments. And sevens hate feeling anything that is not positive. So they do all that they can to avoid not so positive experiences and environments. And so that, that's where that they come into this positive outlook group into. All right. And so nines, which is the last one of this. Small grouping is that they put an emphasis on both the positive qualities and positive environments of others. Forget about themselves. Forget about their positive qualities, their positive environments. What 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 are the best things of this person over here? That person has it. Let's let's give them the spotlight. Let's put them their positiveness in the spotlight that's a nine um, so but the next group within the harmonic grouping is the competency competency group which is composed of types 1 3 and & 5 and each of these types have their own iteration of competency in mind when faced with conflict um, one's put an emphasis on being competent by being correct and sensible the threes put an emphasis on being competent by being efficient and outstanding. And fives put an emphasis on being competent by being an expert in having information. That's why they are the analytical people. They are the researchers. Fives are the ones with their head buried in Google, buried in a book, encyclopedia, always trying to figure out new information. Um, so, gosh, sometimes though I envy a fives like, I wish I had the wherewithal, the the, the passion, the desire to just engulf all this information, just to sit down in one period and just engulf information, information. But you now I was more, God gave me more of the, you know, put me on more of the ADHD spectrum of life. And, you know, I t- can't sit still long enough to save my life. And if I am sitting still, my mind is 20,000 places at once. Um, so honestly, I don't know how I make it to this, how I make it every week in this podcast, staying on topic, stay on topic. Because sometimes I'm like, I'm not just saying one thing, but in my head, I'm thinking this, this, is this, that, that, that. And so that's why I type out notes. <laughs> because if I didn't type out these notes, I promise you, as messed up as they can be, I promise you if I did not have this binder of notes for this podcast these episodes would be days long because I would just get so distracted like I am now um, before I even got to the point it's like oh wait a minute where was it going with this okay but anyway let's take a look at the last group within the harmonic groups and that's the reactive group was which is types 4 6 and 8 um, each each of these types have strong reactions and they need strong reactions from others um, when faced with conflict and or disappointment. And as an eight myself, I can't tell you how this is true. Like, ugh, I hate to say it, but it's so true. Like conflict comes up and my reactions is like God like undeniably noticeable. I was like, okay. You you wanna become you want to become a problem, I'm gonna deal with you right now. <laughs> uh, gosh, I just got another image, but I won't tell you about that one. Anyway. But just like The other groups, how this reaction is different for each to four, six, and eight. And so, fours react by withdrawing and seeking a supporter. Um, And and when I say support, I mean somebody who is truly going to understand them and not just say, oh, yeah, I see where you're coming from, and not really. They are seeking somebody who is empathetic and not apathetic or sympathetic. if you don't know the difference between empathy, ap- apathy and sympathy, um, Google it. Don't really have much time to tell you about it today, but empathy is the one you want. Um, and so this this is where the fours are seeking that person, that person who is truly being empathetic and saying, oh, yes, I see. I, I understand and I'm here to walk alongside you. Um, fours deal with others by keeping keep keeping them interested in them by limiting the access f- for limit the access people have to know about them and so y- you won't fully know the entirety of a forest personality all at once because they want you to keep coming back for more it's like a sales advertisement that's like but wait there's more oh gosh I just remembered another something else okay I'm going a lot of tangents in this episode and it might be because It's one of the last episodes, but just bear with me. Okay, I don't know if you've ever seen this meme. It's a meme that's very popular within the Christian realm around Christmas. You know, you got the three wise men, and it says, I brought frankincense, I brought gold, but wait, there's a myrrh, you know, kind of play on that advertisement tone, but wait, there's more, but you have to, anyway. Just, again, I wish I had the visual aid with me so you could see it (laughs) and see. But if you know that meme, you know how funny it is. And you get the concept. You get the context. But anyway, moving on. (laughs) I promise you, it's not always like this. If this is the first time you've listened to this podcast, it's not always like this. This is more, I'm usually more right on track. (laughs) I guess. I just, I don't know. I don't know what's happening today. I don't know. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't let my craziness scare you away. Come back to season three when it releases next year, okay? Please, please come back. Please stay for the rest of this episode. Please. Anyway, sixes react by assessing people and situations and seeking independence and support. They deal with others by being committed and reliable. Again, a, notation, a note to them being called the loyalist Um, sixes deal with others by staying engaged and by being on the defense all the time and it's been a shaky bike ride here but finally eights react by openly expressing anger and seeking independence and self-reliance we also deal with others by keeping our guard up and toughening them, ourselves against pain. And oh, so true. In all honesty, honesty and allow me to be vulnerable with you for just a little bit. I have a wall. Current, as as of now, as of May 19, 2022, I have a wall up to guard against everything that is so high. And I recognize it is so high. It is so freaking high. But it's up. Gargantuan pain, rejection, unpleasantness. I recognize it's up, and I'm work. Maybe not as hard as I should be, but I'm doing everything I can to break this wall down. So, thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable with you right now, um, and. This is the heart of this podcast Restoration requires vulnerability And so I'm going to walk with you I'm not saying I have all the answers To how you can restore your mind, your body, and your soul And how I'm not saying I have all the answers But what I am saying is that The Enneagram has a very helpful aid And come along with me on this journey let's walk together in this journey of restoration let's figure it out together i'm not going to teach you and you can't teach me because we both don't know jack squat but what we can do is we can find it out together we can learn it together all right oh so sweet Mm In season one, we covered the basics of each Enneagram type. And in season two, we looked at each type in relationships. And we couldn't stop the podcast there, but we're not done yet. Season three of Enneagram Start podcast is coming in 2023. so sort of the counterpart to the harmonic groups is the harmony groups, which show how each type relates to the world. And it consists of the idealist group, the pragmatist group, and the relationist group. And so the idealist group is composed of types 1, 4, and 7. Um, okay, let me just take a moment to pause there and say, these groups change. Don't try to... Don't try to memorize which types of which in which group all at the same time. Take it group by group. So, if you if you say, "All right, I want to memorize which groups are within the positive output group of the harmonic groups," memorize those first. Because I promise you, I don't even have these memorized, and I've known these for over a year now. So, maybe even longer than that. Who knows? Uh, but Anyway, the idealist group is composed of types one, four, and seven. And these three types have an idea of how the world should be around them, the world around them should be. um, And they often get frustrated when the world doesn't meet their expectations. So, ones want an ideal world that is based on their internal standards, and they've lost an appreciation for the diversity in life. Fours want an ideal world that lacks nothing that is important or substantial and they have lost an appreciation of the wholeness of what actually is there. And sevens want an ideal world that is free of suffering and free of pain and sevens have lost this appreciation for living in the wholeness of a moment. Within the practice yeah, within the pragmatist group are types three, six, nine. Okay, that's a very easy memorization. Again, let me pause again. You will see, you will see the three, six, nine grouping very common in in the enneagram within a lot of stuff. Harmony groups and specialists. Um, so, just, just kind of seems to be. So when I say that, so they compose the pragmatist group, but then also they all kind of like share stress and security numbers. So one goes to the other and stress and so it's very interesting, but it's it's like that singular triangle never separates to into different numbers. Uh, really ever. So but so 369 pragmatist group. Each of these types seek their own place in the world and they attach to what makes that work for them prag- pragmatically. pragmatically, I can't help. So three seek a sustaining place and they attach to what keeps them recognized. Sixes seek a secure place and they attach to what keeps them stable. Nine seek a comfortable place and they attach to what keeps them conflict free. And then finally, within the harmony groups is the relationist group, which is composed of types 2, 5, and 8. And this shows how they relate to the world through connecting to others. And they try to keep rejection from happening by providing necessary functions. So 2s relate to the world by moving towards others and providing support and care. Um, Twos have lost their way to manifesting altruistic love and being in the natural flow of giving and receiving. they, they, what's the word I'm looking for? They manufacture the, the flow of giving and receiving. They don't allow it to just naturally flow. So it's more that, 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 and that more. Unless, duh. if you didn't know, I'm a singer too. So, uh, okay. This episode is a crazy episode. I'm sorry. And I'm thankful that not all of the episodes are like this, but find out a lot about me today. Okay. So, where was I? <laughs> All right. And so fives relate to the world by moving away from others and providing reason as reason and perspective. Fives have lost the way to manifesting higher wisdom and being in the natural flow of a life energy. And then lastly, apes relate to the world by seeing, by being asserting by asserting their strengths and project protections upon others. Apes have lost their way to manifesting innocent perspective and natural assertive action without personal agenda. So, I don't want to just let that last bit sit with you for a moment. They have lost their way to manifesting innocent perspective and natural assertive action without personal agenda Wow and as an ape myself I can go I can say this and I won't say it I'm trying to think of a, there's, a, there's a word an explicit word. That comes first to mind, so I'm trying to think of another word. I hear this line, I read this line, and as an eight, I just think, oh, crap. That's so me. (laughs) Okay. There we have it. The harmony groups. The idealist, the pragmatist, and the relationist group. And so the last group that there is to talk about is the Honeyvian groups. And honestly, I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing that right. So from here on out, I'm just going to say the stances because this is what this group is. Like, I'm not going to tell you how... Like excited but also stupid I felt when I realized, oh wait I knew this I I knew this group already it was just a different name that I haven't seen but with the same thing so it's like wow but like, I feel stupid I should have known this anyway, the stances you know, you have the compliant group you have the withdrawn group and you have the assertive group And so the compliant group one two and six are the types within it and they each are compliant in their own way but they are all compliant in the manner that they move toward people in the hopes of earning what they desire that desire is autonomy for ones is Attention for twos and insecurity for sixes, and each of these types share a need for service to other people, and their compliancy is 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 more to the demand of their super egos than it is to the demands of other people. The compliant group types are also thinking repressed. Um, ones follow rules in hopes of earning autonomy. Twos. Love and care for people in hopes of earning attention, and sixes are loyal to others in hopes of earning security. Then we have the withdrawn group, which is composed of types four, five, and nine. Easy memorization four plus five is nine. Withdrawn. So, four, five, nine. Also, Yeah, I don't don't know what's about to say. But anyway, um, so the withdrawn group. Each of these types withdraw differently, but they all move away from people in hopes of earning what they desire. Which is attention. Attention for fours. Fours withdraw into their idealized self in hopes of earning attention for being their unique selves and its security for fives and fives withdraw into their minds in hopes of earning security and then its autonomy for nines and nines withdraw into their safe inner sanctum in hopes of earning autonomy i love what um is said about the withdrawn group and the wisdom of the enneagram by don riso and russ hudson um there's a line in this book that says their unconsciousness is always welling up into consciousness through daydreams and fantasies talking about the withdrawal withdrawn group like wow they With- I don't i don't know how to explain that quote it's just so profound but it's so true you ever have one of those quotes that like it's profound enough that like it's confusing but it's also clarifying that's to to me at least that's what that quote is the withdrawn group is that their consciousness their unconsciousness is always welling up into consciousness through daydreams and fantasies like Wow, profound! All right, so finally, of all the groups, and finally, of within the stances, we have the assertive group. And if you can take a guess, I will give you 500 bucks. Not really, I don't have 500 bucks, I just had to spend like two thousand dollars in car repairs. Okay. Life is fun. I still have to pay about $2,000 to my college tuition for this past semester. Anyway. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm kidding. I, I, I didn't say that to earn pity. I didn't say that. It, it just came out. So just scratch that from the record. <laughs> you don't have to know about my money problems because it's a lot of them. Um, anyway, the assertive group, types three seven and eight each of these types are aggressive in their own way but they are all move move against people in hopes of earning what they desire which is attention for threes and threes are aggressive in their goals in hopes of earning set attention security for sevens and sevens are aggressive in satisfying the desire in hopes of earning set security and it's autonomy for eights and eights are aggressive and inserting themselves against others in hopes of earning said autonomy all right and so there we have it all four of the groups within the enneagram the stances the harmony group the harmonic group and the center of intelligence So that is it for this week's episode of Enneagram Restored Podcast. Thank you for listening. Next week's show is the season two finale. I promise you I'm going to keep it as short as possible. Um, it's really just a few bits of information that I want to give to the audience Hopefully it won't take too long. Um, So don't miss it. Um, It is the final episode of Season 2. Until next year. So. If you won't. After next week. There will not be a new episode of. Any Grammar Store Podcast. Until 2023. Wow. But just know. That does not mean you Won't hear or see from me. Um, of course, I'll be busy. Um, I mean, for the most part, until season three starts, I'll be busy putting together season three, doing interviews, the script writing, um, recording stuff. So, st- studio is still will still be in full swing of production. Um, but Um, You'll see me more in other aspects of life. You also be posting more to the Indie Grammar Store Instagram, so be sure to follow us on Instagram. Um, And then, you know, you'll see me doing my stuff at church with James River Worship. Uh, You'll see me doing Morningstar Interiors, it has interior design. It's not like you won't hear or see from me until 2023. I am still around. We just won't have an episode of Enneagram start Podcast that will be new until 2023. All right. After next week. All right. So don't forget to follow and subscribe to Enneagram start Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Instagram. And if you like today's episode, be sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to help other people find this podcast as well. Um, and... As always, I want you to remember that the Enneagram doesn't define you, but it does bring restoration. It helps reshape your thinking and habits.